Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and we are reporting live November 2022, almost a whole year after we recorded our Pacific Northwest series. Um, this episode is a short um, Song Mess and Friends moment, uh, you know, just to wrap up Seattle. Uh, the next four episodes are going to focus on Portland, so stay tuned for that. Um, and yeah, just to give you a quick update, a whole year later after this <laughs> series, has been recorded. Um, I, I figured uh, as we're kind of wrapping up Seattle, I wanted to play something uh, related to KEXP, which is, you know, we, we had uh, Chili, DJ Chili, and Albina Cabrera uh, open up this series. Um, I was recently in Argentina working very, very hard for you all, doing many, many interviews, uh, which you will be able to listen to in a couple of months. Um, and uh, KEXP did a big Argentina series, um, you know, again, just focusing on uh, you know, some of the brightest talents uh, happening in Argentina. So again, um, I want to play you a song by Atrás Hay Truenos, which was one of the bands that did a session with KXP, which you can go to YouTube now and watch. Uh, this is their latest single at the time of this recording called Posguerra. Um, and yeah, I'm going to play that for you all. Uh, we have wonderful guests today, two short interviews again uh, with San Gabriel and with Elia Esker, uh, friends of this show. Again, go ahead and listen, enjoy, dance, vibe. This is a fabulous little episode. Again, nice and short, short and sweet. Uh, and again, moving, you know, the next couple of episodes are going to focus on Portland. And then in December, we're going to have some really fun uh, end of year coverage and some other fun uh, episodes. So for now, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show.
right, we are out here in these streets in Seattle. Still freak out fest, y'all. It's raining. Seattle really delivered on that promise. Um, and I am joined by San Gabriel, one of my favorite discoveries of the festival. I really hate using that word because it sounds real colonial, but I've never heard of you before. Um, so, hi. Welcome to welcome to Song Mess. Hi, yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and for the listeners at home who may not know you, who are you? What is it that you do? Uh, my name is James Bookert. I live in Austin, Texas. I toured in a band for years called Whiskey Shivers, uh, playing banjo. And I uh, eventually bought a synthesizer, and I'd always played guitar. <clears throat> and I got a job at a liquor store between tours, and I started writing at the liquor store during, during my shifts. And then after, I would record vocals, and I just record everything on my little laptop, and then put them out yeah so that's yeah, yeah. that's that so that's what i've been doing for the last that was my pandemic project and then now i've been because i worked through the pandemic because in texas a liquor store is an essential business uh but yeah did that and Can't imagine why yeah well <laughs> um did that and now i'm getting to you know get the project on the ground as far as playing live cool so that's yeah. happening now no i mean it was really fab i it um like I, I couldn't reference a specific band that you reminded me of, but it made me think a lot of like the soundtrack to Pretty in Pink. Like just like it, it had. Yeah, I'm an '80s kid. It's, yeah, it's unavoidable. Like those kind of like very romantic guitars. Like they weren't. Like, it wasn't like it was all ballads, but I was just like, I want to slow dance to all of this. I, I, you know, there were some ballads that I didn't play, but okay. I had a 40 minute set, so I just had to like. I tried to just put out the funnest, danciest cool. things, you know, what I would want to have be at least representative of what, you know, kind of my sound is overall. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, again, a great set. It was one of my, again, one of my favorite discoveries of, of the fest. And again, you're down in Austin. What's, um, Austin obviously is a famous music town, uh, like Seattle in that, in that respect. Uh, what's, what's down there? Like who, cause I, I, you know. I my focus is very like Latin folk, you know, um, yeah. and you know, but you're uh, outside of that usual scope, which is cool. I'm like again, this is why I'm here and getting to hear new stuff. Uh, who who are you obsessed with down there? Who are you playing with down there? Like, what's going on in Austin? There's a there's a hip hop guy named DZ Brown that I like a lot. Okay. Um, he's got also got a band that he put together called Ghetto Gala, which is they're a live hip hop group. Cool. They're super awesome. Um, one of my favorite bands, like my first gig, was playing banjo with this band called Mike and the Moon Pies, okay. and they're like they're like uh, like probably the hardest working country band. They're like traditional seventies, eighties, nineties sounding country, and they're sick, amazing band. They probably play three hundred shows a year. They play constantly. Whoa. Yeah, um, the life. Yeah, it's the life. Um, other than that, I honestly don't go out too much. Sure, fair. Um, I'm trying to think. This guy, Micah Matenko who's a buddy of mine, is a shredding keys player. Uh, he's, he's like a soul musician. Yeah. Um, and there's a really cool bluegrass scene. My buddy Bo's got a couple different projects. Wood and Wire is a really good bluegrass band out I there. I want to know about the bluegrass, because, again, you said that you meant that you play uh, banjo. Um, I, like, in, in a band, allegedly, now, and one of my bandmates, he, he plays the banjo, and he was like, it's both, like, really easy and really hard. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like... Once you got like it's hard to learn it, but once you got it, it's like it just kind of like you just you do a, the thing. Once you got a couple licks, you can play a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. Like tell so tell me about like getting into banjo and getting into bluegrass down in Texas. Um, it actually, I guess it did happen in Texas. I think I was twenty, and I, I actually I remember the day that I got into bluegrass. It's pretty crazy day. 
I got home from my first semester. I was going to Texas Tech uh, in Lubbock, West Texas at the time. And I got home, and I, I don't think it's like an eight-hour drive because Texas is huge. And got home, and I just was looking at my parents' record collection. I just dug some things out. I, this is so, for whatever reason, I think that day I picked Pure Prairie League, which has that Amy, what you want to do, which is cool. So I started learning that on guitar, and then I heard... Then I listened to Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, uh-huh. For the first time, and it blew my fucking mind. And then I randomly put on, um, this is my dad's vinyl, and it was The World of Flat and Scruggs, which is just like um, a greatest hits of uh, like their most successful songs. And I heard it, and my mind was blown. Like, And I think that was right around my birthday. So I got banjo for my birthday. Okay. Um, little $200. I was going to say, they, those ain't cheap. No. Uh, this one was. It's still a good banjo, but I got it, and I got obsessed with it. And I did that for... I just started playing banjo obsessively, but I would like learn stuff by ear. So like, I just would go through like learn a lot of the guitar stuff, a lot of the slide stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I got to learn this banjo thing now because that's <laughs> I'm just the kind of obsessive person that I am. So when I once I got into the banjo, I got into the banjo, yeah. and I really didn't play a lot of guitar for a lot of years. Um, and I just yeah, I was obsessed with it, and the banjo scene like, banjo people are dorks like. Y- we all in Austin. We all know each other. We all love each sure. other. If like I can't do a gig, I'm like, yo, your boy Trevor Smith has got you. If Trevor can't do it, Bo can do it. If Bo can't do it, Neil can do it. Like, so it's a tight knit community. It's awesome. Um, I love that the names also match the banjo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Bo and Neil, absolutely <laughs> banjo players. Um, but so to bring it full circle, I did that. I didn't touch my guitar for a long time. Whiskey Shivers. We were part of a movie soundtrack, okay. and so I ended up playing a bunch of different stuff on those recordings. And then, like, we did some writing with this guy named Trinidad James. And I was like, oh, like, actually, I like playing guitar and I like writing with guitar. And so then I ended up doing a lot of the mixing and production for that stuff in, like, these really nice studios with really talented, uh, like, engineers. And I'd never done that before. So, like, yeah, doing that made me realize, like, holy shit, I really enjoy recording and I really like producing. So that's what got me in and out of banjo. Well, I mean, and again, as I said right before we started recording, these are supposed to be real short. Now, and I, 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 yeah, I, I guess no, 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 please. But my my final question, I guess, is like because uh, you know, again, I saw your set as San Gabriel yesterday, and there was no banjo. I'm curious, okay. are you going to incorporate that at some point? Do you think? I've varied them in some recordings. I've had some things okay. as a feature thing. The roots, roots music, no, it'll never be rootsy. I don't know how no, much. No, but it doesn't have to be rootsy. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Granddaddy, and he throws some banjo in there sure, sometimes. Sure. Um, yeah, I've varied it in a few times. I think that there's a point at which it'll happen. Just sure. not, not entirely sure hey. when. Well, you know, and, and that's the beauty about art is just eventually you figure out what it is that it is. Yeah. Um, amazing. Uh, just before we sign off, I would, uh, A, would love for you to let our listeners know where they can find you on social media, uh, listen to your music, purchase your music. Uh, and then I'm also going to ask for some music musical recommendations. But let's do the, the, the promo yeah. first. Okay, so it's, you can find San Gabriel on Spotify. It's just San Gabriel. Cool. It's on all those other platforms. Like Bandcamp? Bandcamp hey. is San Gabriel, yeah. Gotta have Bandcamp, gotta have the SoundCloud. Yes, all, San Gabriel Music for SoundCloud. Okay. San Gabriel for Bandcamp. I have merch up there, too. Cool. Um, Good merch, y'all. Good, Good merch. merch. I, did, I, I just sewed some hats, so... Like, some, oh, did you make some, those? Some James made hats. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, and then uh, Instagram is San Gabriel Music. Twitter is San Gabriel Music. Facebook is San Gabriel Music. And I have a TikTok. Okay. San Gabriel music, but I kind of neglect it because between all the social media, it's too much. I can't. I can't get music done if I'm. Is it just you doing the floss while banjo music is playing? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's basically me recording, uh, re-recording bass lines constantly. Okay, it's okay. It, it's 
maybe fun to watch. Well, dope. Well, go ahead and follow him. And again, just to sign off, um, uh, two song recommendations. I would love one from San Gabriel and then one from uh, someone else that you are just vibing to. Oh, dude. Okay. Uh, so I just put out a song called Tape Machine. Okay. That's brand new. Oh, ha- has a nice uh, little video to it. Um, that's going to come out somewhat soon. And right now I'm listening to... Have you listened to Vlad Holiday? No. Oh, dude, you got to check out Vlad. He's like, he's a guy in New York. I think he's like Lithuanian. He's Vlad? Yeah. And um, he's got a song called Quit Playing Cool. That's probably my favorite. Okay. okay. Um, but he's got a lot of really great songs. He records all of his stuff himself. But it's like really dark, kind of sexy sounding... Almost spy music. I don't know. I can't. I can't explain Come it. On, if you, if you, music. it's like if, okay. What imma- a great genre. Imagine the zombies, uh, but with like a Tom White Waitsy voice. It's okay. a little bit lower. It's really, really cool. Okay, you okay. will definitely love it. Sounds good. Well, we're gonna go check that out now. And again, my guest is San Gabriel. Thank you so much. Hey. Thank you.
show de música emergente latinoamericana donde mezclamos entrevistas con los sonidos más frescos del underground su anfitrión Richard Villegas es un periodista musical contribuyendo a publicaciones como Remezcla, Rolling Stone y Bandcamp y con Song Mess las conversaciones toman un giro más casual y personal revelando el mundo interior de cada invitado Song Mess está disponible en todas las plataformas digitales Escúchalo martes 9 pm y jueves 9 am por Nova Hits Radio. Song Mess. All right, y'all. We are out here in Seattle, Washington. Freakout Fest is over and my flight got delayed, so I'm still here. Um, but I'm joined by Elia Esker, uh, formerly known simply as Elia. Uh, and you guys can all go back and listen to that full-blown interview. But we're doing a little quickie one today. How you doing, man? Hi, Ignacio. Estoy muy bien, gracias. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why the Mexican came out of me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing good. I'm uh, enjoying uh, this evening with you. It's great. We had some uh, Indian food. You did? And we talked about song mess. We, and we talked about community <laughs> and establishing bridges across Latin America. We did, and it's cold as ass um, in your town, um, which has treated me quite lovely, actually. And uh, you know, I'm really excited to you know come to your natural habitat and um, and see what's up. Like it's just, it, it's it's been a fabulous visit. Um, but we're again, we're here to talk about you. Uh, for the listeners at home who, you know, let's say this is the first time they, they've heard of you. Um, well, who are you and what is it that you do? I am a self-taught musician. Okay. And I am originally from Ecuador. Mm-hmm. So I'm technically from Middle Earth. <laughs> and you do kind of look like a, like a hobbit, huh? There you go. <laughs> I do have hairy feet, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I moved here 10 years ago and I've had uh, this project, this musical project for 10 years too. It's mm-hmm. been a decade. And um, yeah, I'm very passionate about music. I, I, I use it as a way to express myself and uh, I'm very committed to this uh, sort of curse that we have as <laughs> artists and musicians. Yeah that we we understand that it's a struggle but it's just something we need to use as a way to you know just channel our our emotions and our fears but also our love and our you know in our in our positivity and our and I think also our just our our our, our questioning of of so many things but I'm just rambling around. Yeah, um, yeah I'm just uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a dad. Yeah. So I got that hashtag dad bod. Shout out to them BBs at home. Um, and I, you know, I have an office job, but music is a big part of my life and a big part of who I am. So, um, Elia Esker is my my pseudonym. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I'm very proud of the stuff that I've released. And I just released my second full-length album uh, less than a month ago. Yeah. Called Flora, which was recorded in L.A. and here in Seattle. Flora. And um, I'm just excited that it's out so that I can work on new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and, and again, I would love it if, uh, again, uh, you know, if you listeners at home uh, can go back and listen to our, again, our full length interview with Elia. Uh, and that's back when you just had the uh, Futuro Mano uh, LP. Uh, but now, again, there's Flora. Uh, and it's fabulous. It's really beautiful. Um, I feel like it's drifted a bit away from like the slightly rockier sound and now it feels a bit more synth pop it feels a bit more colorful a bit it's a bit more playful i feel it is more playful i think it's just that you know i i i see music as a you know i don't i don't see it as as sticking to just one specific genre or or one specific sound i mean Mm. i've done i started doing grunge music I uh, did a lot of garage rock growing up. Sure. Then I did indie rock, and then I moved more towards the stuff that I like, which is pop. And I, I, I like venturing in different sounds, and I'm not scared to showcase a different side of me every time. Hello. No, that's excellent. And um, I know, again, like we're not going to get into it, but the, the, the first record had... Uh, I mean, I feel like both records definitely go into a, you know very personal territory you, you know you're sharing your stories your your happiness your sadness um and again you know I, but i feel like the 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 themes the the motifs are different this time around uh, uh tell us about the songwriting on flora like what what inspired you to write these songs this time around yeah well it's interesting because uh like you mentioned i on, on the first lp i was definitely covering more of personal tragedy and then this is more of a more of a renaissance you know uh, discovering a new love um so it's it's uh inspired my by my daughter mila flora which is why it's called flora and um you know the this uh pure joy and uh and happiness that she's brought to my life and i and i thought very I, i was very compelled to talk about it in in music uh and um the songwriting is also quite um, quite important because I definitely took more time than I did than I have ever done before mm. into writing something that just was more not just more compelling and more you know in, impactful, but I think really taking the time and exercise to put in words things that really matter yeah. have to be done in a way that uh, are, are you know signify what your feelings uh, or what you're going through and you know make make something that's just more uh robust and more complete as opposed to just something that i did in the past which i would just write verses and maybe just repeat them again yeah yeah (laughs) i I put the effort to really go a step ahead and challenge myself to write more i yeah i definitely i think you've accomplished that for sure uh i love i love seeing growth uh in an artist's work um, you know, from A to B is it's it's cool. It's something that, as a fan, as a, as a critic, it's always exciting to to see it. Um, and this is supposed to, again, this is just supposed to be a little short, little catch up. I love it if you could tell our listeners where um, they can uh, go listen to Flora, uh, as well as every other of your releases, um, and you know, social media uh, platforms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
yeah they, everybody can go to eliaesker.com so it's e-l-i-a for elia and then esker is spelled e-z-k-e-r dot com and uh you can find me everywhere because nobody else has that name <laughs> big facts at Oh, oh my god this has been such a long week <laughs> next time you guys hear me i'll be back in mexico y'all um and well n- never mind all that um we have one uh final thing uh with elia esker to come I'm, i'm fucking cold that's also why i can't find the words right now um <laughs> we could have done this inside but i chose to do it on the street um uh, so yeah just as always i want to sign out with like a little musiquita uh, i would love it if we could play a song off flora mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is Elia Esquerra's latest album. Uh, and then also another recommendation. Someone, an artist that you're digging right now, something that you're vibing to. Oh, something I'm digging. So uh, funny enough, you know, since we're in Seattle, one of the questions that was raised by the great Albina Cabrera, who's uh, one of the hosts for the El Sonido show, mm-hmm. she had asked on Twitter just uh, last week um, what have been some of the discoveries from... KXP listeners and quite frankly I, I appreciate that question because I discover m- new music all the time on KXP and it's why I am uh, not just a supporter but uh, a huge fan yeah yeah, yeah. and um, I discovered uh, an artist that was already well known I just never heard of him his name is uh, Jonathan Wilson okay so not not Latino unfortunately but uh, it's all I've been listening to for the past week They're like whack this episode is cancelled and then it's like uh <laughs> And then I met the Johnny Wilson, which is uh, from Venezuela. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, any uh, particular song by Jonathan Wilson that we should listen to? Um, the first track that's on uh, on all uh, digital platforms. Got it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I think it's one of his main singles. From... It's a banger. But um, and uh, and how about a song off Flora? In a song of Flora, we can go with Flora. Okay. Yeah. I think that works perfect. Okay, that so great. we'll go ahead and listen to that. Now, again, dear listeners, my uh, guest is Elia Esquer out of uh, Ecuador and Seattle, Washington. And stay tuned for some more uh, good stuff. Yeah. Abracitos.
Sent the 